Hey guys, welcome to the audio version of the We Transform show. If you wish to see the video of this episode, do click the YouTube link in the description here. It happens a lot with us women. I'm not saying it doesn't happen with men, but it happens more with women that at a certain stage in our career, we tend to evaluate career is important or family is important and we always choose our family above our career. And that feeling, that feeling stays it, it and it shows everywhere. Welcome guys, welcome to the We Transform show, a show where we meet real life transformers and know their stories in the first person because we believe that we all can transform and there is no right or wrong time for transformation. Today our guest is Shilpa Kulshestra who is joining us all the way from Sydney, Australia. Shilpa believes in murdering mediocrity and she is a career strategist, a best-selling author and a game-changer coach. Shilpa spent more than 16 years working for different global corporate houses and then she decided to start her own career as a coach. She has an amazing story to tell, so let's know that from Shilpa herself. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Shilpa Kulshestra to the show. Shilpa, welcome to the show today. Thanks a ton, Alok. I really love the words, the symphony of words that you used. So thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm just an individual who's trying to you know, be myself and helping people be themselves, basically. Shilpa, you're such an inspiration. And guys, let me tell you, Shilpa is one of those ladies who I'm chasing from last three months to get an appointment because we were not able to find a calendar together. But I'm so happy that uh, you have found time uh, to join us today. I think it's afternoon there in Australia, right? It's almost evening. It's um, evening around 5.30. 5.30, that is, that is such a difference. So we are like at 12 o'clock here in India right now. Great. So Shilpa, let's, let's know about your story now. Let's get started. And I would like to start from the question. If I ask you where your story started from, you can start it from your childhood or that first epiphany. Let me know where your story started from. That's a very interesting question, actually. When did my story start? We don't realize, but every day, Alok, we are writing our story. I started writing my story the day I was born. There were things which were not in my control, but I was writing it and I wrote all through my childhood. So where do I go back? Okay, I'll go back to this um, uh, this 19-year-old girl who started mm. her career with a huge fire in the belly. You know, she wanted to make a difference. She really wanted to create a, create a career which was outstanding. And mm. she started with a startup would go from meeting room to meeting room. And I still remember those days, Alok. I would go from one meeting room to another meeting room, carrying myself so well. Uh, people used to tell me that I had that Midas touch and it reflected everywhere. In Because it was a startup, you can really see the results coming in. It continued. Yes. It continued. Um, however, some years down the line, few years, 10 years down the line, um, things started changing the realities mm. of life started showing up and it happens a lot with us women. I'm not saying it doesn't happen with men, but it happens more with women that at a certain stage in our career, we tend to evaluate career is important or family is important. And we always choose yes. our family above our career. And that feeling, that feeling stays, 
it, it and it shows everywhere so what happened was somewhere while doing my projects in the busyness of my corporate world i started taking my career giving less priority to my career the work life balance that monster i keep calling it a monster because people cry a lot for it and i did too such a moron i was but that monster it just hovered around me and i kept feeding it i kept feeding it, it was mm. so attractive it ate up all my excellence until one day i realized that my position in my company after 16 years of corporate career 9 years of working for this wonderful company called westpac in australia my mm-hmm. i mean somebody had pressed a button on my career and told me that you don't need to come from tomorrow i mean it was not literally tomorrow it was 5 months I, there were 5 months because i was working on a and a very very important initiative but the feeling that somebody had that power who can say that you don't come from a certain date i can tell you it's mm. the worst feeling and shilpa i think you it was it was your baby the project you were working on i remember our last conversation uh you were working on a very important project and that is when you were asked not to be in that project right that something like that happened yeah yeah so you are absolutely right i was working on a target operating model which was bringing some structural changes in the company and i mm. had this i had worked on everything how the people will move how people will leave and you know uh, you know conversations with the people even the script of those <laughs> conversations and okay. it came that day when the target operating model had to be rolled out and before that everybody was coming and was asking me when is the new model coming out and i was going on with this you know oh it's coming out you know with my you know usual thing i didn't know mm. that that day when it was being rolled out my manager had set up a meeting and i saw it on the day 9 o'clock meeting i just went into the room i still remember clearly which room was it usually that room is never chosen for meetings and it was on a floor much higher than the floor that i work okay um i i walked inside and my manager told me she started saying as you know the new target operating model is being rolled out and this and that and i'm kind of laughing i'm like why is she telling this to me i wrote this script basically she's practicing yes. it on me that's what i thought until she uttered the words and i'm telling you because you are one of the impacted person she literally oh said that oh my god and i almost fell from my chair wasn't expecting it and for 30 seconds it was like my baby and it ate me up and literally it was 9 months i had spent 9 months in that project working with various vendors oh five different vendors i was leading that project so 30 seconds it was a big shock my face became red and mm. i think probably tears came into my eyes i think so uh, uh, yes. everything comes on my face so i'm sure it would have happened but the next th- next uh, question i asked immediately with after 30 seconds i said okay that's fine so tell me how much money do i get and it is very unlikely of me there was something going on in my mind where i thought that this is the opportunity where you know i i get whatever money i have earned all these years and go and mm. start something that i really love this is not my forte and i can tell you alok for the last 5 years in my career 
I have not been feeling great about my career. So nothing was mm. wrong. I was getting good ratings, outstanding ratings as well. But I didn't feel that I was adding a lot of value. I felt, from within. Yeah, from within. I wasn't happy. It felt like when I entered that 32 floor building, it would feel that I'm very small. That's the feeling I was mm. happy, I was carrying. And suddenly, as I walked out of the office that day, I felt a new power, which I had not felt. It was like I've got my life back. I didn't know what I would do, but I just knew that I wanted to do something which I would truly love from this day onwards. So mm -hmm. you call it my sleep, you call it uh, my aha moment, my light bulb moment, but that's when it all started. And obviously wow. you cannot pour from a hollow cup. So I had to work on myself. So the first thing that what I did was I um, got a coach for myself, started working on my missing pieces. I started finding them. They were all there. It was just that I had dropped them along the way in these 10 years. Mm -hmm. So I started finding mm -hmm. them back and put together all that, all those pieces. And I, until I found the 19 year old girl who had that fire in the belly, it all came back and I was surprised with what I could do once I got everything back, got myself back. Wow. So, Shilpa, you spoke about that uh, when you kind of heard from your uh, manager that you need to leave the system now and you had some five months uh, ahead of you. How did you, did you plan for it the way ahead? What would you do? Because I guess you had a word with your husband about uh, the same stuff. So, what you did? Uh, that's, I'm, I'm so glad that you asked this question, Alok, because people wonder how did our finances get reduced to $500 after working for 16 or 22 years in his case, how did that happen? Mm -hmm. So uh, the day when I was made redundant, I went down the lifts and I was talking to my husband. I just called my husband up and I said, you know what, this is what has happened. And he was so happy and he said, yes, that's what we have been waiting for. Come join me. So he had jumped into coaching um, about 10 months back. So, okay. um, yes, it seemed like, a, like something that we could go, uh, do together and um, we work very well together otherwise as well. So, okay, done. We started planning for it. I still had five months. So this happened in September, 28th, September, 2018, when I came to know that my position has gone redundant and I hmm. had time till February. So I had to deliver it till February. Five more months were there. Started planning. But as you say, mm. in life, you cannot plan. You really cannot plan <laughs> things. Life throws... Planning is another myth we are living with. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I find so many people saying that only once when I have uh, I have this um, fixed income coming in, I will do that. And I say, yeah. how will it come? You know, you have to do something about it. So you can plan and plan, but uh, life throws surprises. Life, life throws life at us, right? So yes. plan for it. Um, kept saving all those five months, and at, at the end of uh, uh, at the end of my uh, employment, I got a decent amount, a great amount, um, uh, in the bank. Came out, started working, was really happy. Oh yes, we have got this fund, uh, and we can we can start our business. We have at least a year's fund to uh, to go by. And then what happened mm -hmm. was we have a property here in Sydney. Uh, it's a pretty big property. Uh, it's a 13 acres property, uh, which sounds great, but the fact is anybody can do anything in a 13 acres property. So yes. what happened was my tenant, um, he dumped asbestos in that property. 
I don't know what came to his mind. Uh, now, asbestos is an illegal substance in Australia, and you really cannot, you know, uh, dump it anywhere like that. It is hazardous to health. And the council, being the owner, it was our responsibility to get it cleaned. And what that dude did was he mixed it up with soil, tons and tons of soil, and just it just got so ingrained in that portion of the property because he wanted to hide it that it costed us a fortune. It costed us oh my God. You know, um, about 131K dollar to get rid of it, which is a huge Oh, sum. my God. And that's where our finances started depleting with nothing coming in, such a big sum gone out. And it matters. Like at that time, it was a big money when we were not earning that much. And obviously after that, you know, um, business wasn't, hadn't really picked up. So hmm. that's why I say that anything can happen at any point of time. All that you have got is yourself, your efforts, your ability to think big. And to do something, something that can snap you out of it. You cannot keep continuing the same thing that you have, yep. you have been doing. Yeah. So that's what that's happened. So, that is like, seriously, and this is what I call roller coaster. Seriously, one thing happened, but yes, one good point was that you got some fund and you had a full loan plan going on. And suddenly the drop came. This is a surprise. And that that is that is it. It's so important for for all of us who are really looking forward to change something, you have yourself, you have your now right now, do something right now. Maybe that 10 days later when you have some all, this, all the right things in place would never happen. So just do that. What, what, what Tony Robbins call is an imperfect action. Uh, I guess I am a strong believer of this. Take imperfect actions. And Shilpa, let me tell you, uh, you know, I really resonate so much uh, with when you say your, when you tell your story. When I started this show, nothing was perfect. I was not even sure how shows happen. I've not even seen a lot of shows. So I, I just started to have a conversation with a friend who was dear friend and who had a great story to be told. He just told me so that I can use it in my, you know, speaking assignment sometime. I said, no, this has to be told right now. And it started. We just need to start somewhere and then things happen and it grows. That's, that's so important. And planning, of course is good but planning can't 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 rely on planning all the time what you just said can be one of the you know darkest time of a person's life when you have been working for 15 16 years and you suddenly realize that you're not needed anymore having said everything around it to sugarcoat it the reality is that you're asked to go you're asked to say okay done and then you suddenly it, it's it builds an empty void uh, at that time for people but you picked up that place and you felt enlightened. You had a moment where you were feeling light. That's amazing. And I think that's a learning for a lot of people who are listening to this video. We can actually pick up the worst part times of our life and build something awesome beyond it. And I guess you're doing so amazing, uh, Shilpa. I, I keep seeing your post and your inputs. Uh, they are very, very inspiring. I also um, see that you use this word murdering mediocrity in your name. What is this and why it is so important to you? Well, you just use the words that mm, when something like this happens in your life, it fills you up with void. Honestly, it didn't. At the time it happened, it didn't. But those five years that I talk about, this is what was happening. It was filling me up with a vacuum. and I didn't know, you know what to do about it. So I had these um, 
4 a.m. thoughts when you are with yourself. I don't know which book I read, but there it was this sentence where you get up at 4 a.m. and you realize what is it that you have in life? What is it that you are creating? What is it that you have? And do an honest mm. assessment of it. And I used to do that at times. And I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't feel proud of who I was. Yes, I was in project management. I was in program management, but so many, I mean, millions of people are there in project management, program mm. management. What was special about me? I just couldn't find that X factor. And unconsciously, slowly, slowly, that feeling was uh, pushing me into a zone. You call it comfort zone. You call it whatever. I call it the average zone where I was going mm. to the office. I was getting a fat paycheck. I was working on the best projects. I was working with the best people, but I was not able to get out my best. And it just became more of a routine where I would look forward to a time when I can get out from my office, come home and do something that I loved. It went to that stage. So honestly, I mean, I was doing nothing that I could blossom from. Right? Mm. So I seeped into this, this mediocrity, this average zone, five years. And I could have continued like this forever. Mm. The worst part about um, mediocrity is that you don't realize that you're part of it. I was like, yes. as I said, I used to walk with my head high, like I'm outstanding. Like these people don't know. I, you, you don't realize it when it is happening. But yes. that moment of realization, which I had, the incident that I mentioned when I was told about my position becoming redundant. It was not that these people don't know my worth. It was always that, yes, I'm a Mercedes. I will stay a Mercedes. But am I doing things which a Mercedes does? Am I really showing my worth? I wasn't. Mm. So it was an honest mm. assessment. And now that I have worked on myself and I have found myself back over the last two years, I know this is something with which 90% of the people are, you know, with <laughs> suffering is a very big word, that, but they are into their average zone they don't realize but their life is very mechanical they go to office do whatever is required go to meetings or maybe not go to office because of corona work from home do something do something about the systems and processes or whatever their area area of work is come back home cook have dinner watch some tv go to sleep and then again next day do the same thing Yes. Until weekend comes and they spend some time with friends or go out to see some, you know, some site. That's life. Yeah. So Chilpa, I, uh, and that this resonates so well with uh, what message I give is that uh, I feel a lot of people work and live not because they want to, but because they have to. It has, it has just started somewhere, maybe an incidental job or accidental job, I would say which just so happened in life and you are in, sucked into that system forever without even getting to that level to identify, realize what is the true potential uh, and just living the life every day. And that's, that's how you suddenly start loving weekends and hating Mondays. It's an outcome of the same theory, right? Uh, unless probably some of us get a shock like this and build a life or craft a life which works for us and uh, or do you just leave it there and do something very, very regular? But that's amazing. The murdering mediocrity is something which really kind of will resonate with me. And I'll, I'll remember this word all the time. It is so special. One more thing I wanted to know from you, Shilpa. I think uh, your 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 story has been a, quite a roller coaster. You have 
seen all highs and lows and drops of life. What has been your transforming moments? You just shared one. What has been your deeply transforming moments uh, in life and what have you done there? Um, so you're right. You're so right. Behind every real life, there's a real life. And that reality we have to face. You show a face to the world, but there is a face which exists behind it. It happens with all of us. Um, hmm. So it, it sounds cool that I started on my journey. I started, I jumped into this uh, passion of uh, coaching others to come out of their average zone and step into hmm. a life of excellence. The reality okay. was I was creating results. So the corporate teaches us everything. Like it teaches delivery. It is ingrained in us uh, from the corporate mm. world. What it doesn't mm. teach us is selling. I didn't know how to sell myself. And that was something which, uh, and, and I, I don't know if you're aware, my husband, Kapil, both of us got into this coaching. Both of us jumped into it. He jumped a little a uh, few months before me, but both of us were in coaching and uh, mm. the business was not making any money, not making any money. And we were like, okay, what do we do? We were trying, we were very busy. We used to do this, that, but it reached a point when we had just $500 left in the bank, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. And uh, it was like, should we and all our friends we have wonderful friends here in sydney who are more like family we didn't tell this to the family of course they'll be worried but our friends kind of knew and they advised us to go back to the job and they said both of you have been in such great positions go back to the corporate work for a few months and then come back and then it was for us it was like no now that we have once come out we don't want to go back and get used to that again you know once the paycheck starts coming you get caught up in that. It makes you a slave, yep. right? So what do we do? What do we do? And with that question, I remember we used to pace in our backyard. Um, just just quick, just working through what is it that we can do so that we can break out of it. And we knew that we are on the verge of just breaking out. It just needed some guidance, something that we have to do out of the ordinary to you know, really get out to the world. Uh, but the problem was sustenance. So what we did was one day while we were having tea and, you know, morning tea, um, we just started. And then I said, is there anything that we can do with our assets? And th then I saw that our living room is pretty big. And I said, Kapil, can okay. we draw a wall here? Can we draw a wall here so that we can divide the living room in two parts and give one part, which is a small portion, but can we give this on Airbnb or rent, whatever? And you won't believe mm -hmm. that very day we went to Bunnings, which is where you get all those, all that material. We ourselves built a wall over the next one week and okay. we gave it on rent. We gave it on Airbnb. And I think we used to what, how much we used to give, I think some 1500, $1,600, but that was enough for us to pay for our grocery. Right. Mm. And that's how we sustained. We even took loan from our friends and, and again, with, you know, really grateful for the friends that we have who had complete trust in us. They lent us such big dollar numbers so that we can survive through that phase. And thankfully, all that oh. is over. Thankfully, we were able to invest. All that we needed was to learn to invest in ourselves. And that's why I tell people who are struggling today, even the coaches, do not do not hold yourself back in, in investing because 
that's where you will learn that's where you will do things differently so all we did with that money was pay our mortgage and uh, mm. invest in ourselves and thankfully it all worked but that was the phase wow. that we went through i guess this is this is such a golden nugget for all the coaches and uh, trainers out there because i know the last year has really got many people into this uh, industry but uh, most of them or most of us are pretty clueless in these things that what should we do because your your oil will burn out very soon and then what would you do how will the financials uh, get managed and what are the next steps so it's very very important uh, for uh, us to plan this way and we should always be so thankful for people who really come and join hands and help us uh, really uh, cross that wall which we which we all need to cross at some point of time that's that's so inspiring great so shilpa let me know one thing how are you helping people uh, what are you doing for others right now what is your way forward from here so i do two things alok one is people who are in their mid career people who have worked for 12 15 20 years and they are at that point in their life where uh, they find the their work has either become boring monotonous or the, the efforts that they are putting in they're not getting uh, returns in proportion to that i work hmm. with those people um, to help them help them find their x factor because these are the mm. people who who have seen the corporate life i really don't work with freshers but the people who have spent uh, a decade or two in the corporate they know how mm. it works they have done it dusted it and they want to do something extraordinary extraordinary with their life so i work with those people find out what they are good at find out help them find their passion and help them step into their power zone so that they can create an outstanding life for themselves so that's one part wow. that's with the that's uh, for the people who want to go up the corporate rank or you know um, find their passion or start a business that's one side the other side is there are people in the corporate people like me who want to be coaches now the problem hmm. that they are facing is what i faced i didn't know how to sell myself so i very well understand the problem a person faces when they are working in the corporate and they are trying to set up their own coaching business they don't know mm. how to put themselves out to the public they don't know how to uh, how to approach clients they don't know how to what to say they don't know how to get the right audience they don't know where to mm. hang out so i work with those people who are wanting to be coaches to actually implement a business model so help them start business in the right way and scale it up so that they can take it to a certain figure enough for them to be able to quit their day job if they want mm. if they want it that way so basically i help them create i call this a parachute because i say jump but jump with a parachute don't just jump blindly otherwise you'll hurt yourself so create that parachute and the day when it is um, it is enough for you to meet your, a little more than your bread and butter or you can sustain that's the day when you quit and you know take it forward so those are the two wow. things that i work on shilpa i i know a lot of people would need your help i guess this is an amazing service you're doing and this is something which is needed because there are a lot of people who need this kind of guidance this kind of help so shilpa if somebody wants to take your help how what is the best way to reach you the best way is linkedin i call it my second home 
Um, so okay. just send me a message on LinkedIn and I reply to every message. And if it feels hmm. that you are the right fit and if we, uh, if my services can help you, yes, obviously we have to do an assessment, but if my services can help you, uh, we'll, we'll set up a call and then we can take it forward from there. Fantastic. So guys, I'm going to share the link of Shilpa's LinkedIn handle here right below in the comments. Do uh, follow her, connect with her. Of course, follow her because she shares some amazing content on LinkedIn. Her posts are amazing. So Shilpa, this is a beautiful conversation we had. And thank you so much for finding this time together. I think uh, this is inspiring for a lot of people who are listening to this show today. Thanks a lot for joining in. Thank you. And thank you for asking all the wonderful questions which brought back my journey of life in a flash, you know, that flashback in front of my eyes. So thank you for that. And thank you for the invite. Thanks a lot.